Well, hello, and welcome to another edition of the e-commerce evolution podcast. I'm your host, Brett Curry. Delighted that you could join us today for another episode. And hey, we're talking about a topic today that we've never talked about, at least that I can remember, uh, on the show to date. And uh, that is SMS marketing. So we're actually talking about the resurgence of SMS marketing, how to use it for your e-commerce store. I guarantee you we're going to share some things on this podcast that you have not considered as it comes to SMS marketing, text marketing to your customers. You may be thinking, oh, I would never do text marketing. That would annoy my customers. And I think you should just have an open mind. Uh, Have an open mind and see where this conversation goes. I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. This episode of the E-Commerce Evolution Podcast is brought to you by OMG Commerce. And we are thrilled to underwrite this program and bring some amazing guests to you. I have a question for you. How is your YouTube game? Are you using YouTube to help scale your e-commerce business? Hopefully, you're using YouTube both as a remarketing vehicle and also for top of funnel growth. However, if you're like most e-commerce companies, then you're probably not fully leveraging YouTube. So I have two free resources for you. The first is a two-minute crash course on YouTube ads. I recorded this with the famous Ezra Firestone. So you can check that out by looking at the links in the show notes to this show. You can also Google Smart Marketer and two-minute crash course, and you'll find the resource there. Also, we recorded a 90-minute webinar outlining exactly how we scale with YouTube. We talk about keys to a great YouTube ad. We talk about audience targeting. We talk about bidding, optimization, and much, much more. So I highly, highly recommend you check it out. You can also find that linked here in the show notes. It's also at the bottom of the two-minute crash course page. So check them out and start scaling with YouTube. And now, back to the show. So my guest today, we had the privilege of sharing the stage at Ezra Firestone's Blue Ribbon Mastermind in Seattle, which we were in Seattle in uh, August, which that's the time to be in Seattle. It's beautiful. But my guest today is Ari Baga. And Ari is the founder of ConvertSmart, focuses on text marketing, has helped some really big name companies like Tuft & Needle and Beard Brand and all kinds of other ones. And so really excited to welcome Ari Baga. Ari, welcome to the show, man. Thanks for coming on. Awesome. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah. So I want to do a couple of things. Um, One, I'd love for you to tell people your background, where you're from, how'd you get into this? And then also tell people how old you are um, so that we can all feel like we just have not accomplished anything in our lives because you are disgustingly young. Uh, And I I say that actually in a very positive way. I'm, I'm, I'm super excited to see what you've accomplished at such a young age. It's, it's inspiring and, and really cool. So, so anyway, uh, how'd you get into this? Where are you from? How old are you? Yes. Uh, so my name is Ari Baga, founder and CEO of Converse Smart. Um, I am currently 22 years old. Um, <laughs> I'm actually about to turn 23, but... Okay, uh, I was a little bit better. Yeah. 23, that yeah. sounds a little bit older. Yeah, that's yeah, almost was, 20. So, okay, good. <laughs> I was thinking about it the other way. I'm like, man, 23 is basically like 25. I don't know if I'm... <laughs> I'm almost a quarter of a century old. I do, I do remember those days. I remember those days thinking about, man, almost a quarter of a century. Yeah, uh, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I was born in Togo, West Africa. If you look it up, it's like a super tiny country on the west side of Africa. That's where I grew up. Uh, I moved here 10 years ago, and a lot of people do not believe me when I say it. 
because uh, uh, my accent doesn't sound like I'm from somewhere else. Uh, but yeah, I was born in Togo, moved here 10 years ago, went to school here. Um, and actually, uh, growing up, uh, my mama was uh, moved here uh, way before I did. Um, and then uh, I moved here with my brother. When he graduated, he went to, you know, he's in medical school. He's about to become a cardiologist. Um, and I, I went the different route. I was going to become a pharmacist. Um, and I went to school for a little bit. Uh, didn't like it. So I decided to drop out. Um, and then I started, decided to try school again, but this time with, you know, computer science. Um, so, yeah. So I, I wanted to learn how to code. Um, and, you know, for some reason, like I, I was looking through like top jobs to have uh, in like 20, I think it was like 2016. Mm-hmm. No, I think it was like 2015. Uh, top jobs were having for 2015, like in the near future, it was like computer science, learning how to code. They make a lot of money. Um, so I was like, you know what? Yeah, um, uh, I can try that. Um, and before starting school that summer of 2015, I met one of my friends, um, Victor Kong. He's like a really good friend of mine. Um, he had like a super nice condo in downtown Chicago. Um, I was going to Roosevelt University in Chicago. So we met through mutual friends. Um, and I was like, hey, how, you know, how can you afford that apartment? He was like, oh, I build websites for you know businesses. Nice. I was like, I want that apartment. So what do I have to do? <laughs> uh, he was like, yeah, I can send you a few classes uh, to learn how to code. So he sent me those classes and I started to dive into it, learning how to code and working with like um, trying to learn how to build a website so I can eventually like start my own business and be able to like afford that apartment. That was like my goal then. Um, so I was learning how to code. It was like so difficult. And while going to school at the same time, um, and I realized Computer science is like super hard um, and it has nothing to do with building websites. It's more like understanding computing and like stuff like that. I'm like, you know, uh, I'm not really interested in that. I just want to learn how to build websites. So uh, that's when I dropped out of Roosevelt University for the second time, uh, two time college dropout. <laughs> nice. Um, and um, just wanted to like just dive into, you know, learning um, how to do it myself because. You know, tuition there was like, I think, 40000 a year or so, something like that. It was like super expensive. And I'm like, I can just learn how to code for like $45 a month. Yep. Um, yep. So <laughs> I'd rather do that. And, um, and honestly, may, may learn some some techniques and, and the latest and greatest with that lower investment. Uh, sometimes I think once once training gets back to classroom setting it, it can be it can be dated in some cases and so uh, probably made the right path and so so then as you learned coding and developing how did that lead to, to text marketing yeah um, so when I was learning that um, I started to like work with that friend who sent me the classes he gave me my first project um, and after that we realized like you know we, we didn't really want to do development because we had to get a new project every time so we started to get into marketing um, and working with small businesses. Yeah, retainers. That's exactly what we wanted to do. Um, and after working with a small business in Chicago for a while, we realized like you know they didn't have enough money. Um, it was like so hard. Everybody was like super stressed. I'm like you know I don't want to deal with this. Uh, so I wanted to jump into e-commerce. And like 2016 was like when I jumped to e-commerce. Like I started my own Shopify store. Um, and you know, you know I, I wanted to buy Facebook pages. You know to be able to drive traffic to my uh, store. 
Um, and then, you know, I bought a Facebook page. It was around the time when the Harambe gorilla died. It was going super viral, bought a Facebook page um, and was driving traffic um, and starts like make $300 a day in the profit for like a couple of weeks. And then the page got hacked. Um, all that stuff happened. And I started to learn more into Facebook marketing, got into Facebook marketing. Uh, it was like so hard because, you know, I studied Facebook for like a year, um, started to work with like a, an e-commerce brand um, and was able to like grow that to like 100K per month. It was like nice. a job shipping from one of my friends. And that was like the first success. I'm like, you so know, you were hooked more. on e-commerce at that point. Yeah, uh, you know, getting those Shopify notifications was like the best thing in the world. So I'm like, you know, <laughs> you know, they, they say like when when you get a when you get a text notification, when you get a like on Facebook or social media, whatever, that's like a little dopamine hit, like a little dopamine yeah. chemical release in your brain. I think when you get a sale and you see that yeah. Shopify notification, even better for a lot of us. Yeah. Uh, and so yeah, it's it's like a drug. It's like a drug. Yeah, now it's like a stripe no, stripe notification. So like you got to pay me. You just like get so excited. <laughs> Yeah, that's awesome. Um, So then, you know, when I was doing Facebook um, and end of 2016 or so, I ran into, you know, Facebook Messenger uh, chatbots and my agency started out doing Facebook Messenger first um, and then we transitioned to SMS and I'm going to talk a little bit more about that. Uh, But, you know, I found out about Facebook Messenger. I thought it was like super interesting and I was looking at like where we're headed um, as consumers over the next few years and, you know, instant communication is like a standard now um, and it is going to be in the future. So, you know, businesses being able to communicate with their customers um, on autopilot, I think is really going to be uh, where the future lies. And I started to dive into chatbots. I was building bots um, and showing people. People thought it was really cool. And I started to do it as a lead generation um, for my own agency. And we were getting like, you know, 99% open rates. Um, 30 to 60% click-through rates. And I thought, you know, uh, e-commerce businesses can really use this. Um, so I started to like, you know, dive into Messenger more. But before I started Converse Smarts, I worked at an agency in, um, in LA. And all I did there was like implement Messenger marketing for all of their e-commerce brands. At one time, I was doing it for like 17 total wow. e-commerce businesses. Wow. <laughs> um, and I got like a lot of experience doing it. You know, spoke at a bunch of conferences. Uh, about Facebook Messenger marketing. Um, and then uh, after working there for a little bit, I decided to start my own agency, just doing Facebook Messenger marketing. Um, and while doing Facebook Messenger marketing, um, you know, we're getting like really good results. Um, and then, you know, this year was like, I was looking at SMS like last year um, and then didn't really dive into it because I didn't see like the technology that I wanted to use SMS for um, uh, at the time. Uh, But then this year, um, I realized that you can use SMS just as you can do with Facebook Messenger or email, where you can uh, acquire subscribers, track them through the entire customer journey, and and be able to push notifications to them and get them to, you know, come back into the funnel uh, where they drop off. Mm -hmm. Um, I thought that was like gold because with SMS, you know, it is big, much, much bigger than Facebook Messenger, right? Everyone Absolutely. has a cell phone. Absolutely. Everyone can be reached. Um, and there's like no Facebook there trying to tell you what to do. Um, mm-hmm. So I thought that was like amazing and brands would really like that. And the ROI over SMS was just like way better than what we've seen compared to like Messenger, even though Messenger was still way higher compared to email. Um, SMS was like 20 times higher. 
20 so, times. 2-0. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, two. You think 10x is good? Like 20, 20x is what we're going for. So we went... Um, it's, it's, like, it's like from the social network when, uh, yeah. when uh, uh, what's his name? Sean Parker says, you know, it's not cool. A million dollars is not cool. A billion dollars is cool. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, the, that's the take there. That's awesome. And, and what's beautiful too is, is because of your background, because you understand marketing and coding and website design, and because you, you've got this background in, in messenger marketing, now kind of combining all three, messenger, SMS, email, creating these funnels, that's super powerful. And so definitely want to get into that um, as well. So, so then uh, kind of talk through like what, what are some of the ways like for, for those that are, that are not thinking text marketing right now, which is which probably a lot of people listening to this. What are some of the stats, some of the thoughts of the 20X? That's, that's like the stat. But what are some other like text usage stats for millennials and younger that, that, that might sway us to, to invest or, or consider text marketing? Yeah. Um, so I, I think SMS is like, is going to be really big for direct to consumer brands over the next few years. Um, so right now, if you look at how we, you know, interact in the world, everyone is on our, on our smartphone, right? So everybody has been talking about mobile first over the past, like five years, you know, video should be, everything should be mobile. Um, websites should be designed for mobile first and all these things. Right. Um, so the whole world has gone mobile first and the average person is like on their phone, like at least like five to six hours every single day. Um, so everybody is on their cell phone. And if you look at the U.S. like e-commerce traffic split, like mobile really takes at least like, you know, 60% of the traffic every single time. And for right. some brands that we work with, um, it's like 90% of our traffic is like mobile. Um, so if everybody's like on our cell phone, um, I think it makes sense that, you know, if you want to reach your customer, you know, you should reach them directly where they are on their mobile phone, not like through, um, on top of like reaching them through email, you should also like text your customers. And I think like one of the reasons why a lot of people are, you know, afraid with engaging with SMS is that, you know, people are going to be annoyed. Um, I personally wouldn't like to receive a tax. Yep. Um, that's yep. like, what every Which is what a lot of people thought with, with Facebook Messenger as well, that I don't want to do this because usually that's personal. Someone gets a text or messenger message. It's, it's from a friend or family. And so they, they look immediately and, oh, it's a marketing message, get annoyed. And so that, that's one of the, the, the reasons for resistance. But yeah, what, yeah, what would you say to those people then? Yeah. So one of our partners actually like did like this uh, a survey um, and we found out like over 79% of consumers want to receive tax from brands. Mm -hmm. Like the reason why like people think that, you know, other people do not want to receive taxes because they've gone like, you know, super spammy, super like spammy. really That's bad. Content. Yeah. You know, I think with like marketers too, like it's always like, you know, people send out like really bad content all the time. <laughs> like, <laughs> and like, if you have really good content with like, and you send it to your customer base, like they want to hear from you. Like the reason why they are engaging with you in the first place is because you're solving a problem for them. Um, and if you send them like unique content, uh, they're going to be happy to open it um, and interact with you as a, as a brand. So um, I think like um, that, that is like the main issue um, where people have gotten like really bad marketing through SMS and uh, they, they don't want to be in that situation. But right now, you know, 
through that survey too, like over, you know, that in that 79%, like 63% of the people said that they've already signed up, you know, they're already receiving notification. Like, yeah. like if you're going through the airport, like if your flight is delayed, uh, you want to yeah, receive you want those, Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that, that's a great example. I get, I, I fly American because of where yeah. I'm located and I want to get those alerts. Gate change, delay, Text me. I want to know right now. Um, yeah. So, so that so obviously people have to opt in. So that's one of the keys. How else? And I want to talk about kind of how all these things tie together. But how else do you make the message where it's not spammy and where people are excited to get it? Uh, any any tips there on making making your approach less spammy? Yes. Um, so first thing is that you want to try to use images um, and gifts um, to really you know, stand out. Um, I think that's always great. That's something that we always do. Um, and the second thing is that the content has to be unique. Um, I think the reason why a lot of people would unsubscribe from SMS is because you send them messages or, you know, different promotions that they already get over email or they have already seen on your website. Mm -hmm. Um, so somebody sharing like their phone number with you is like, you know, one of their most private information that they've shared with you and they've allowed sure. you to be able to sure. communicate. The last thing they want to see is like get 10% off, which is like what you already have on your website for everybody yep. else. Yep. Um, and that leads people to unsubscribe. The first thing is, so the first thing I recommend to do is like when you send out content, make sure it's like unique content where, where there's like a promotion, uh, make sure it's like unique uh, enough um, so that, you know, you don't get people mad. Uh, you don't, you know, you're not in that situation where it's like, okay, you already have this like on your, on your website. I've already seen like tons of emails about this. Like, why are you sending it to me? Um, so the content has to be unique enough. Um, and also you want to tie in some like um, rich content, like images and gifts and stuff like that. Awesome. Great examples. So let's talk about how, how does all this tie together? So, so you got a, a great perspective with your Facebook Messenger background. How do you combine Messenger, text, email, get all those working together. Because this, this, isn't a, this isn't a question of either or, oh, well, the you know, text messaging, it's 20x messenger, mess- uh, messenger advertising. Well, let's forget messenger and go all in on text. That's not the point. The point is using them all effectively and working together. So, so how, does, how does a company go about using all three of those together? Yeah, uh, that's a great question. I think you know, messenger is more like top of funnel or middle of the funnel. So one of the things that we like to do is leverage it for like, you know, branded campaigns to get people like familiar with the brand or to start a conversation. Um, so instead of setting someone's like a static landing page, um, you can enter a conversation with them and you can get to know them through like, you know, a quiz or like product recommendations and stuff like that. Um, so one of the things that we've been doing with Tufts and Needle, which has been super successful, is we have this quiz. And basically, when you go through it, uh, we help you pick the, you know, the perfect mattress for, you know, based on like how you sleep, you know, what type of mattress you like, um, how you like to sleep. Do you like warm or, you know, colds? All these different questions. We ask you those questions and at the end. We said, this is the perfect mattress. Um, so we're running it top of funnel. It's getting like a 5x return um, consistently. And then middle of the funnel, it's getting like a 24.5x return. Dude, uh, yeah, you're, so you're measuring <laughs> purchases. You're measuring actual sales. That's phenomenal. Yeah, like we're middle of the funnel. Like 
we spent like, I think $6,000 and generated like $152,000. I was talking to the director of acquisition like a couple of days ago and he sent me a screenshot. I was like, holy shit. Uh, I'll take is, that. We'll do that. Let's do that again. Let's double that. Let's double that budget. Let's triple that budget. Let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> it works really great for top of funnel and middle of the funnel. Yep. Um, we're we'll able to like start a conversation. Whereas SMS um, and email is more like on site, right? Um, and I think one of the reason why uh, reasons why people want to stick with email is that you know email is more like you know, you own email, there's no like restriction. You can take your list anywhere, no compliance issues or anything like that. Um, that's a good point. But I think combining SMS and email at the bottom of the funnel works really, really great. Um, and that's what we try to do. So, so primarily um, for, for retargeting and, and um, or loyalty type campaigns. Correct. Yeah. So it works really great for that, you know, getting customers to opt in on the site, tracking them through the entire customer journey. Um, and if they look at a product, do not take at any action. You can push a notification directly to their, you know, SMS. Um, if they add to card, you not check out. You can also push a notification. And on top of that, you have your um, regular broadcasts with like campaigns um, and stuff like that. And really the difference um, is that over SMS, you're seeing like 99% open rates, you know, 30% plus click-through rate. Average conversion rate is like, you know, 20 to 30%. Um, and this is really good, especially like with Q4 coming up, you have your Black Friday campaigns. And if you want to reach your customers, uh, you don't want you don't want to be that person who has like 5% open rates. You want to be on their upper side with like 90% open rates directly through text. Um, so that's like the value of adding SMS um, on top of email. Um, even though SMS converts better, I still recommend to use um, email on top of it. Absolutely. So one of the things that um, we do is, you know, when we ask for a customer uh, to opt in through SMS, we also ask him uh, to put in their um, email. Um, and this technology was provided to us with our partner uh, called Attentive. Um, and basically, we can get two opt-ins um, at once. Um, and it works really great. So you don't have to stop doing email. And you're, and you're um, getting these opt-ins a variety of ways, right? You're getting the opt-in either, either through a messenger campaign or pop-ups on the site or a variety of methods, right? For getting these opt-ins. Correct. Yep. Yeah. So you get them to opt-in. Um, and then we all, you know, we also ask for their email. So they go to the email funnel and then we have the SMS funnel. Um, and I was talking to a brand like literally yesterday um, about this and they're like, you know, what? is this going to take revenue from my email? You know, I want to continue doing email. It's been, email has been great for us. But I think really like we've done like a, uh, partners, I was talking to our partner and they've done like a study about this and combining both only increases your revenue. I think, you know, there was a, the, during the study, you know, we sent out, um, uh, they sent out one email um, and had generated like $5,000 in revenue. They sent out an SMS blast, um, generated like $10,000 in revenue. They sent both and they generated like, I think 13 or 14,000. So combining both only increases like the revenue that you generate. Um, so I don't think like, it's not like you have to stop doing one of each. Um, you know, the real strategy here is combining both and being able to reach customers on both fronts. Um, and I think that's the best strategy right now. Beautiful. So, so what are, uh, what, what does that look like? The, the opt-in that, so, so you're, you're asking for the, the, the cell phone number, the mobile number first, and then you're asking for email. What, what does that, what does that look like? 
Yeah, so on site, um, when the customer comes on a mobile phone, um, they click to, you know, let's say you're offering like a discount, they click um, and it, it opens up their uh, messaging app. Um, so if you're an Android, Android message on, you know, iMessage uh, for iPhone, it opens up your app. They don't even have to type in their phone. Um, they send that message um, and then there's a first legal message and then there is a welcome message. Um, so first, they don't have to type in their phone number because, you know, people always misspell stuff, you know, even like the phone number, uh, they're probably going to type in like a, something that's wrong or yeah. a fake. They're probably going to give you like a fake phone number just to get the discount. Um, so really, this is this allows you to double opt in that customer because they're the one clicking send to opt in. And then you don't run into any sort of compliance issues like, hey, I didn't opt in. Um, so there's like that paper trail that they've actually sent the message and opted in. <clears throat> And that gets you covered for any sort of compliance issues. Um, and then once they get the welcome message, um, they click through, go back on your website. And then that's when we collect the, the email address. We say, hey, put in your email uh, to reveal the coupon. And then they're able to copy the coupon um, and then continue on uh, to make a purchase. Um, if they do not, we have a follow-up. Um, and let's say they come back to site later on. Uh, we still we still know that it's the same user, so tracking here is really important. Uh, so we're able to track them through and see what they're doing on the site. If they're adding to cart, then we can send them a message, um, and so on. Awesome, awesome. So, so what are your favorite um, kind of walk through a campaign? You kind of already have uh, to a certain degree, but maybe from top to bottom, what 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 is one of your favorite campaign structures? And if you reference a real client or a real company, that'd be that'd be great too. Yeah, I think a really good one uh, I want to give you is uh, um, Safe Life Defense. They are they have like a really strong audience. Um, they sell like vests um, that you know it's like for like uh, police officers or like yeah, like like road, um, like traffic workers, like the like the, the the hunter orange or yellow or whatever it is, like the the neon. Um, no, no, not those. They sell like they sell pla plates. Um, so those are like uh, just like protection, you know, it's a body, it. body armor for like. Got it. I was way off. Okay, cool. So yeah, they have like a really strong audience. So when we started SMS, you know, they're performing really well over email, um, and you know they're doing well over six figures and on track to hit like six million for a year. Um, just strictly through SMS. Um, and this is just like an addition to like what they're doing over email. Um, and, you know, we have the opt-in on site. Um, users get to opt-in. And the, what really is interesting here is that the conversion rates are like so high. Like the conversion rate for the welcome message is at 15%. And the conversion rate for like the abandoned car messages, um, I think was like at, you know, 30% or so. Um, and it, it just like converts so much better. And when they do their broadcast, the open rates uh, are just so high, uh, like north of 95%. 95%, um, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. It's like, like email um, back in the 90s or something. Wow. Yeah, and this, these are now like small audiences. Like if you're sending to like a thousand people, you get like 60%, then it's like, okay, you know, the audience is smaller, but this is like a bigger audience. And we're still talking like north of 90% open rates. Um, so these are the results that we're getting. The return uh, over SMS has been like substantially higher. Um, like the return for this client is like well over 95 to like 100x. Um, and yeah, this is like one of the 
the clients that I'm super excited about. Very cool, man. Very cool. Uh, so uh, any any resources, anything um, you'd want to send people to? And I, and I guess actually before we do that, uh, talk to people about, about your company. So I mean, obviously they're getting an idea that you build these campaigns, you get the technology, you make all this happen. But talk a little bit about ConvertSmart and then um, any, any resources you have that you might make available to folks. Sure. Um, so one of the things that, you know, working with us, one of the things that we do is, you know, we want to provide you with like a, an exact estimate of like how much revenue we can generate you uh, through SMS marketing. So we show you exactly how much you're able to generate uh, over the next 12 months. Um, and uh, based on that, you're able to make a decision if this and, and is... How do, you, how do you do that? Or is that kind of based on list size and offers, conversion rates? How, how, do, you, how do you do that? How do you work that yeah, out? It's based, yeah, it's based off of uh, your website traffic. Um, the, a 4% opt-in rate uh, through cool. SMS um, and you know your website conversion rate as well. And that's something you guys can help with as well is getting more opt-ins because that is, that is a big part of this, right? Correct. Yeah. Um, so some brands see like, we like to go with like 4%, just, which is like the lowest, but some brands see like 8% or 9%. It really depends. And, uh, and actually, we'll get back to company in just a minute, but this is important. So, so to get more opt-ins... I mean, do you always have to offer a discount or something, or can it be something else? Yeah, um, it can be like, uh, you know, one of our other clients is doing like a giveaway um, where you opt in and we, they select like a winner um, every week. Um, so it doesn't have to be um, a discount. You know, a lot of brands say, you know, if you want to hear from us, you know, uh, opt in through email, right? So you can do the same exact thing um, through, you know, SMS. Um, so sometimes we like to go with the discount. So, um, it, you know, more people opt in and they're able to take more like of like an immediate action when you offer them a coupon. Uh, but also like you can have any sort of like incentive that you can offer um, to get people to opt in really works. Awesome. Okay, cool. So, so thanks for that little uh, side note, but an important side note. So, so you, you can help people kind of estimate what they could generate, what they could, what they could make by, Implementing SMS, text marketing. Uh, what, what else would you like to say about ConvertSmart? Yeah, and really what we do um, is take over completely um, on the entire channel. I think the real value besides like, you know, the retargeting, which is great, generates a lot of revenue. But I think where brands see a lot of value is like the content that we create um, mm -hmm. on a weekly basis and send it out because, um, you know, we've, we've sent out a lot of content over SMS. So we know what really works um, and also what type of design uh, we should create uh, to send out to those customers. Um, so on the weekly campaigns um, that we send out for the brands, we create the content, you know, we send it out and really brands see a lot of value in it because they're able to like, you know, for, for extra open rates um, and then the click through rates and also the conversion rates um, over these weekly messages. Um, and I'm super excited about, you know, Q4 coming up with like all the branded campaigns that we're going to be launching and generating a lot of revenue for the brands that we work with because, you know, the results that we've have gotten uh, through text are like in parallel compared to email. Um, and during those times is like where the brands see the real value because over email, there's a lot of competition um, where they can reach. Uh, whereas SMS, they can reach those customers more directly. Um, so we take over the entire um, channel for you. 
Uh, you don't have to do much. Um, a lot of her brands, brands that we work with, uh, we give them access to the dashboard. They log in, you know, they see a lot of the revenue they're, they're generating. Uh, they're just like super happy um, and just as excited as we are for like Q4. Yep. So. Yep. Uh, I love it. That's awesome. I'm, I'm excited to get some of our OMG clients um, testing out SMS marketing. I just think it's, I think it's an area that, that most e-commerce companies are missing. I, I know of so few of our clients, of people that I meet at trade shows or when I'm speaking at events. I know very, very few people are using SMS marketing. And it, or if they are, they're dabbling or they're not doing it right. And I think you said something really important a minute ago where you guys help with the content. Just like anything else, it's all about the execution. And I think this is something that, that, that because not many companies engage in SMS marketing, they don't know about the content. And, and it is all about the content. The technology is important. The way you guys run that is important. But, but the execution and the, and the content is so, so critical. Well, awesome. Well, Ari, uh, this has been fantastic. Any, any resources that you have to offer? And where can people learn more about you and your company? Sure. Um, if you want to learn more about us, uh, go to conversemart.com. That's C-O-N-V-E-R-S-M-A-R-T.com. Um, we have like a guide, free guide for like Facebook Messenger marketing. Uh, we're going to be, you know, publishing quite a few case studies on SMS and what we've been doing on the website as well over the next coming weeks, uh, putting that together right now. So that should be on site um, and you'll be able to get access to that as well. Um, if you want to reach me, um, you know, there should be like a form on the website. You can sure. fill out that form. Uh, and if you want to work with us too, um, there's like a form for that. Cool. Fantastic. We'll link to that in the show notes as well. Converse Smart, uh, check it out. So Ari, but God, ladies and gentlemen, Ari, hey man, really appreciate it. Thanks for making the time. It's been a lot of fun. I've learned a lot about SMS marketing and messenger marketing, how it all works together. Excited to see the results of this as we move into Q4. So thanks again, man. All right. Awesome. Thanks for having me. Fabulous. So as always, we would love to hear from you, our listeners. Let us know what you'd like to hear more of. Give us some feedback if you feel so inclined. We would love that five-star review on iTunes. It helps other people discover the show. And so with that, until next time, thank you for listening. All right, man. That's a wrap. Hey, that was really good. At OMG Commerce, we accelerate growth for some of the most loved brands in e-commerce, like Boom, Native, True Earth, Overtone, and dozens more. If your Google and YouTube ad performance isn't where it should be, if you're struggling with Performance Max, or if you're not scaling like you'd like on Amazon, then we have two ways to help. One, we have amazing resources that are free for the taking, like our top YouTube ads guide with lots of examples, our PMAX checklist, or our Amazon DSP roadmap, plus many more. Or hit us up for a free strategy session. So go on over to omgcommerce.com and click on Let's Talk to request that free strategy session or click on Resources and Guides and pick the guide that's right for you. And now back to the show.